0: Okay, it's been a while. It's Natalie Jones, and we are in a whole new phase of the person of interest with me and Natalie Jones. Thank you for tuning in. It's been a while, COVID, and everything has set stuff back, but don't you worry. We got a lot of stuff coming up, and it's nice to get back to some sort of normalcy here. I asked Megan Mitchell to come on this week to talk about her life and journey. She's a woman I really admire for her strength and effortless joy in life. And I think that really comes through today. I barely did any editing because we didn't need to. I don't want to silence that girl at all. She's really great. I loved spending time with her. I could have spent more time, but let's get to it. This is Megan Mitchell on this week's Person of Interest. To be super normal in these things? and not, I don't like... know how to be normal, so let's not be normal. Oh, good. Oh, we have so much in common. Dear Lord. Um, Megan Mitchell, I'm just going to start this off by... um. <clears throat> I learned. Okay, so Megan and I did a workout video today, and we tried to do it for like an hour. Worked up a whole lot of sweats, and uh, it was fun. It lasted. It did five minutes. For <laughs> we we tried. Okay, we tried. <laughs> what I think is really great about this is that our um our journey of friendship, which I'm going to call us friends. No, oh, that's okay. Oh, of course. Um, started off so great because I messaged you on Instagram, and then I drove ba- past you and saw you picking up. I had poopy dog. in my hand. Yes. You You're had right. some dog poop in your hand. And I like slammed <laughs> on the brakes and went in reverse. And I was like, hi, hey, Anne. Hi. I was literally like, who,
1: what? And <laughs> then I was like, oh my God, Natalie. <laughs> and we were in the middle of, of planning this. Yes. So. We were
0: throughout all of the movies. We kind of just ended
1: up shouting. Pretty
0: much, <laughs> pretty much, which is really <laughs> like common for me to shout out in, like my hoopty car. People were <laughs> always like, who is that? <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. Hi. It's Nat. I- did I forget to message you back? Shoot, I thought I did. That is a story of I'm my life. I'm having deja vu right now. Yes, yeah. God. <laughs> this is a freaking story of my life. And it's don't get phones work now. Every time I go back, I'm like, this message never popped up that it, it was sent before. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how does it? Anyway, I'm making excuses, to be honest, No, I guess. But Look at us there, here now. But also, we did it. Yeah. We did it. All right, I'm just going to rattle these things off. Listen to this. Oh. Megan Mitchell, weekend... Um, Morning anchor and reporter at WLWT currently. Hey. So Megan, I just found out, just turned 28. Hey. No, I turned 28 in September. Oh, this coming September. Like in two months. Oh, okay. So like still
1: 27.
0: Awesome. Holding on to
1: 27
0: as long as I can. Ah. That's like you said the thing about like 27 has been whatever. Mm.
1: Exactly. So like this upcoming next two months. Should be the end of the the bad, the bad mojo. The You're going to lead us. You're I mean, going to lead us to Sangre yeah.
0: yeah. So. I'm going to hold you to that. We'll come back in Woo! two months be like, Woo! well, Woo! Megan, you know what? It's just getting worse. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, at 2020, we said was, uh, me and my sister-in-law were like, this is the year of Natalie. I'm going to stop giving so much and exhausting myself. I'm going to work on me. And like, you know what? Um. This is, you know, it's been a crazy year. So did we all just jinx ourselves? I think
1: we did. <laughs> we're like new decade, new me, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> For like, I'm older than you, but like, like I, was, I remember when it turned um, millennium. I was oh, yeah, 2000. I was in the I was 13, and it was all like the world's gonna end. But we yes. were all like listening to Backstreet Boys wearing glitter oh. and our hair like Ew.
1: absolutely. It's great the Millennium album.
0: Oh my god! Yeah. Don't even. Mm-hmm. Oh god, that was the the best. The absolute best yes. ever. I waited in line. My mom, um, a friend, a friend's dad dropped us off. Not looking back, crazy irresponsible, but whatever. Yeah. It was a different time. He dropped us off at Thriftway at 2 o'clock in the morning so we could wait in line to buy Backstreet Boys tickets. No way. We're the first ones there. We're thinking, like, we're getting back we didn't understand how it worked. We're like, we're we're going to meet them. This is amazing. We're probably going to get married or something. Of They're going to sign my teddy bear. Oh. We ended up getting last tickets, like last row seating
1: Oh, oh.
0: at the Millennium Tour. but And you can barely see, yeah. Yeah, you know, but it was still. Yeah. Okay, back to you. All right. Okay, so Megan Mitchell, a very own WLW, WLWT. So she's 27 years old, and let's just listen, I'm gonna tell you, Megan is from Connecticut. I found out today, and you went to NYU?
1: No, well, I t- yes, I took, like, classes there that ended up contributing to my graduation Oh, my God. Was your,
0: was your, were your SATs perfect? N- uh, not at all. Really? And I, like, yeah. Goes to show those tests do no I- matter.
1: It was, like, NYU and then Emerson. Emerson College is, like, what I actually got my undergrad from, though.
0: Oh, wow. What is your undergrad in?
1: It's in broadcast journalism. Like, look no at way. me No way.
0: Yeah. No way. <laughs> okay. She also, you um were a freelance video producer at Strategies for Wealth. That was, Yes. Okay, Fun. and then you are an anchor, producer, and reporter at WEBN TV yes. in the greater Boston area, yes. which you're from like the the New England, so mm-hmm. fitting. Then you worked at NBC Universal as a news production intern. Hey, hey. All right, we'll circle back to all this. Then you were a morning news anchor and reporter in North Dakota, in Bismarck, North Dakota. You and bet. you were there for two years and three months. But listen to everything that she did while, she, while you were there. You were incredibly productive. You have won. Um, you are award-winning. You've been nominated for two Emmys. Yes. Nominated for two Actually, Emmys.
1: Actually, three now. Three? I don't,
0: <laughs> I don't remember the last time I updated that. But. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, this is just your LinkedIn, which I oh. was, like, making a your biography, and I was like, I just have to read it because it's like I'm going <laughs> to copy course. and paste this anyway. Yes. And then now you are on – okay, so also um, in Bismarck, you yes. were um, a co-anchor and film producer on the Highest Rated Morning Show. Yeah. And every weekday – from 5.30 to 7.30. Wow, you also did a lot of multimedia storytelling and live reporting. You pitch, produced, and wrote and edited a half-hour documentary to Spirit. Yes. Which is all about, you did a lot of work with Native Americans. Is that the correct yes, term I was, to use?
1: I ended up being the Native American reporter there. So it was... That is
0: amazing. Yeah,
1: it was It was an incredible experience. The people there are amazing.
0: Can you get the mic a little bit closer? to you face? Yes, hello, hello, hello. You can move it, you can move it. Move it. There you go. Say hello. Yeah, Test? that you can say super normal. Yes. Okay, okay. Cool. All right. So you are, and then you also led the way, and you were super LGBTQA. I like to add the A on for alliances oh, as yes. well or allies. Yes. Um, you have been super amazing and huge leader and um super involved in those communities in Bismarck, North Dakota, and here. Yeah,
1: and that it's it's been like one of the unexpected like joys of my life.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. So when did you um? Um, wait, hold on. I don't think I'm done with that. I think there's there's still many other things going on. Let's go do um, it. Um, she okay. So Megan also played the cross. Hey, laxing it up, bro. So did I. Lax chicks with sticks. Yes. Hey. <laughs> um, she also was a cheerleader. <laughs> yeah. You're from Connecticut. You have a brother and a sister. Hey, Jillian and Drew. Um, you attended Immaculate High School in Danbury, um, which is like around. Um, Brookfield Connecticut which is where you're from you also she spent time interning at MSNBC and MTV in New York City while you were in college hey that is amazing so where is Emerson okay so Emerson is in Boston Boston. so like that's where I
1: was like basically located but then like I ended up my last year like doing half and half between NYU and Emerson, just like get credits because I also had an internship at NBC. Oh, nice. If that makes any sense,
0: it does. It, it totally does. Well, I'm familiar with traveling back and forth from Boston to New York, which is easy to do. It hey, takes yes. time, but it's like super. You can do it on the on the daily there. And then
1: I would just do my homework. Like, yeah, yeah, it was perfect.
0: Oh, great. Okay, and um, let's see. You there's more going. How much more is that about it? I feel like that sounds like way more than I would have given myself credit for. No, this but... is pretty cool. So Megan is an alum of Emerson College where she received an AP award for best documentary for the half hour show that we talked about earlier, produced on the primetime Emmy Awards and an Evie EVVY award for best television personality. Yeah, that was
1: fun. Oh, my gosh. It's like a student award show. And I was like, hey. Oh, my
0: God. So this is so amazing. So this is just scratching the surface of I just think it's incredibly, you're incredibly impressive. Oh, and on. I said this earlier to you when we were um, sweating, trying to do this workout video. But like, <laughs> when do you have fun? Have you ever had any fun? Oh, my God. I always have fun. Is your Do you love your job?
1: I love my job. And I think that that and I'm sure you understand this, too. It's like when you really are having fun and like what you do. Mm-hmm. I also like love the people I work with, which yeah. is <laughs> Another big hurdle, because in my last station in Bismarck, I mean, it just wasn't the case. I mean, it was just yeah. a new station, small station. Now it's like, love going to work. I like missed seeing my friends when I had to go on vacation. I'm like, uh-huh. I kind of want to go back to work. Oh, my God. that's It a... sounds so weird, but it works.
0: No, I get it. I'm right there with you. And yes. it's it's tough when you have friends who don't, who don't live their life that way. And so yes. they, they always say, you need to have fun with us. And I'm like, I'm having fun yeah. like I like love my job this yes. is fun to me I know people yeah. will
1: get mad like why can't you hang out with us on a Friday or Saturday night because I anchor weekend mornings, Saturday yes. and Sunday mornings and I literally have to get in at 3 30 a.m.
0: Whoa, so it's what? like
1: no I won't go to your party at 10 p.m. on a Friday night yeah because I have already been in bed for four hours according to my sleep schedule
0: whoa what? so okay so do you sleep regular hours
1: no, it's so bad. I have to go to bed at 6 p.m. every night.
0: Wow. How do you do? How do you, do you wear an eye mask? Like, how do you do that? I have an eye mask, you okay. know, because I
1: feel like I had moved around so much and it was just like, wasn't some of the windows look weird. So you can't cover all of them. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to get used to this thing.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. You're pretty dedicated. Look at me. I'm so dedicated. I think it's so great. <laughs> you just accomplished so much when you were, <laughs> um, I mean, you're only 27. And, you know, we were talking earlier and I was saying, um like 28 was really the year for me personally where I really like took my life and career yes. more serious and I'm like girl you've been doing it oh. like and you do you continue do you have other aspirations to keep on growing with this like
1: yeah i mean i think like right now, it's been like a weird time where my social media has grown in
0: the last couple of weeks because of yeah. TikTok. I don't know if you've heard of TikTok. Oh, I was about to get there. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um. And so I'm like, oh, you know, this the dog is another- video you're
0: referencing. Hello. So over COVID, you made this amazing <laughs> video of you dancing with your dog.
1: That was. Um, yeah. And that did
0: that did that really kind of set off, set it off.
1: Actually, that didn't. Which is weird because then it literally got set off when I did like this. I did like a little. Okay, it's a I TikTok saw that as well where you could see my. yes Yes. my undercut because i have like a shaved back of my head Uh and then you see like a little chain you see my little sneaks or tennis shoes gym shoes whatever you call them and then you see like oh it's a news anchor Mm -hmm. and that like right now it has like 3.4 million views
0: oh my god really yeah whoa i'm excited i'm like i got three and a half thousand on mine that was me until a week ago and i'm like what it's wow. happening. Well, that video is amazing. I watched it when I watch it's super short. And when yes. I watched it, I watched it like seven times in a row. And every time I watched it, I'd notice something else. And I was like, I recall James also. Oh my God, I'm just like her. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. And like, what I think is great is like, you look the same. It, like, your face looks oh, yeah. the same in every single video or in every mm-hmm. single picture I've seen of you. So I'm like, do you ever get bloated? Like, oh my do you ever, God, yeah. like, how does this work just to talk about? that for a second
1: like first of all it's so funny because like oh my gosh there are so many times where i'm like i look so fat right now which is only an issue because i'm like i see myself every day i see myself back i'm also one of those feels like and i look fat right now and they're gonna have to deal with it you know what i mean like did it take you a while to get to that point um you know i feel like every woman has like body issues body image issues but um i think for the most part i've I've just, like, been able to at least say, okay, you know, I always reframe it. Like, there's someone out there who does have, like, a big nose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not a big nose, but, like, a nose that looks like mine that's like, oh, well, Megan has one, so I can do it. You yeah. know what I mean? So you just, like, reframe it like that.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. I, like, that's a really great way to reframe it. I know I am, like, always, I swear I've been trying to lose weight. since I've weighed the oh. exact same since I was 15 years old. My no five, way. I just haven't. I've just been this the whole time. The I whole time. I totally understand that. And, like... <laughs> And no matter what I do, it's just like nope, yes, nope, 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 nope. And then you just get to a point where you're like, it's just not gonna work. (laughs) I know. And like some people like never get there though, you know. I totally understand. I think it's It's
1: tough. Like we, there's so much pressure on women, you know.
0: It's true, and like especially like you work on television every day. Yeah, because telling you earlier, I work in radio, so unless I'm making a video or doing something (laughs) like I don't like my go-to is always I come to work. straight from hot yoga usually wet hair no makeup totally and if i have to like host an event that night or do something i will put my makeup on um, casually throughout the show and like bring my heels and put them on when i arrive at the that place. sounds amazing you no know, i didn't realize how nice i That's had the it. life so you wake up every so what is your schedule like now so for yes. those who don't know megan is the weekend anchor reporter yes on channel five mm-hmm. here um, on Saturdays and Sundays. Yep. And then what is your what are your weekdays like?
1: Yeah, so then it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I basically go and report out in the field. So yeah. that's when you know the anchors in the studio will be like, and Megan's at Great American Ballpark. You and know what, what I mean?
0: What time do you need to be at the studio then?
1: And every day, still 3.30. So I wake up at 2.30. Fortunately, I live so close. <laughs> that yeah. would be a killer if I didn't. Um, and so I basically just like wake up at 2.30, let my dog out, take a shower, go into work, write my scripts, uh-huh. and then head out to whatever location that I'm on.
0: So you've done every aspect of your job. You, I really have. I've done all of it. Um, you write, produce, edit, you shoot the video, you've, you're in front of the camera. Um, and... and I will
1: say, here at my station in Cincinnati, we are the only station in the market that doesn't actually have the reporters write, or I mean not write, shoot and edit their own video in bismarck north dakota like that was my life i was like a multimedia journalist did it all held that camera and stuff um but it's like definitely a luxury that like we still have photographers that are like employed for is, that job really yeah wow. it's awesome mm-hmm. you
0: know what that's similar to q like we have we still have a lot of people on our staff which most radio stations don't anymore that's awesome and and we're starting to downsize a lot but yeah it's a, you know we're not there yet so. no i totally get that so out of all the different aspects of your job uh-huh. which one do you like the most
1: Oh, I know what this is going to sound so cliché, but mm-hmm. like okay, I I am half of the week in the studio. The other half of the week I'm out in the field and like when I'm out in the field, I get to like meet people and talk to people. Yeah. Fortunately, they send me on good stories in the morning sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so in those moments, it's like people are so excited that you're there, you're covering a great event, something that's benefiting just incredible people. Um and, and in those moments, it's like I Love my job. Yeah. Yeah. I love getting to meet these people because I, I am a people person. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm like, this is so much fun. You really feel like you're making a difference in showcasing. Because journalism isn't just bad stuff. Journalism is telling stories, yeah. right? So it's like, stories can be good. Surprise. Yes. And so I love getting to tell those stories. It was like, legitimately make me in a happier mood that day. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, then the other half of the stories is just like recognizing that you have a duty to tell like a story that maybe... Isn't great, but like that really mm-hmm. needs to be heard so that it could change the way if someone sees something or change how I we think go it's forward. amazing. So, like, yeah.
0: I, so it seems to me like the uh, human interest stories that I know, um, that even just in the media and like in, in pop culture, people are like, oh, well, this story about the dog and the, and the second grade spelling bee, you they always like, there's some shade thrown towards those, but you love those. I think that those are.
1: What can at least like brighten our day? I, I mean, because yeah. it, it just it's it's so annoying to me that people think that the news mean equals bad. Like the news mm-hmm. means. I mean, the news is stories. It's ha- what's happening. You know what I mean?
0: Uh, yes, and I think that's because of so many reasons outside of your control. That's so true. You know what I mean? But like <laughs> I'm not saying it hasn't been. Pr- yep, you're right. Yep. <laughs> and it's like I'm. I, I can't. I don't want to say it. You know, don't, don't want to say too much. But I. I feel like I think it's wonderful that there's, because. When it comes down to it, we are all humans, and it's just humanity, and yes. it's unifying, unifying all of us. Oh,
1: definitely, yeah. I, I, I really like love the work and the job, and
0: that's wonderful. So doing? do I. Like, yes. and I forget, like people like get so excited that you you're giving them exposure that they were on TV, which yes. is like huge. People still like really want to do that. Oh, absolutely. You know? And
1: that's when it comes to like you know being balanced and fair. I mean, you're giving people who don't typically have a platform, you know, they don't have a PR team and they don't have a communications department. You're giving them exposure to to make sure that their stories are getting
0: told too. So you seem like you've had so much confidence throughout your life. And a lot of people have struggled with that. I would say, oh me, yeah, I didn't gain confidence in being able to do my job. And I still think like I have so much more to grow and learn, you know, yeah. but like growing up, can you, do you have moments or like pivotal moments in your life where you struggled or where you reached a new, a new level, I would say like a new level of life and confidence or whatnot, you know what I mean? That's like so interesting. You're so accomplished at 27 years old. Yeah. And, um, and like the, the
1: you know, I love, okay. I know we both played lacrosse yes. and like, it's, it was obviously an amazing recreational sport. Mm-hmm. Like it's so much fun, but I, I just, I don't think I realized until later in life how much confidence like girls sports gave me. Yeah. Um. And I think like investing in, in those types of activities for girls can be such a great motivation to like want to do so much more. You gain, you know, team skills, you gain competition. And, you know, if, if there's ever a moment where, you know, I felt down, it was like, OK, well, then I have, I had a lacrosse game and you got to go. Yeah, it, you got to go. And then, yeah, in high school, like we ended up winning the state championship, which is random. And, Ooh, you, know,
0: I, and you were all state, too, it, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> I was. <laughs> Thank you for calling me out mm-hmm. on my my lacrosse. Yes. Um, but it, it was like at least a way, I think, for for, you know, an outlet for girls to feel like, OK, I'm not, you know, being judged on whether or not I'm dating a guy or who I'm dating mm-hmm. or whatever, or like who my friends are. It's like you're out on the field. You're you have a little mission. You have a team and then you just have some so much fun, you know.
0: Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. And so like you brought that same mentality into your career and you were just like. I'm just going to try these new things. I'm just going to go. Like did you When you moved to Bismarck, North Dakota, was that the first time moving like far away from an area you're familiar with? Yes. By yourself? Oh, yeah. How was that transition? Horrible. Really? It really was
1: horrible, you know? I mean, and I, I think like in those moments, it's just like you, you're like, okay, why am I here? You have to keep reminding yourself like why you're doing it because mm-hmm. it was so tough, you know? All of my college friends, we had this great group. all moved to LA my family was living on the east coast and it was like I was in North Dakota and like what was me I was like pity party central and um but then I gained like all of this knowledge about the Native American community and pitched to my boss at the time like can I focus on this and he was like sure like there's never been a Native American reporter before so like go ahead like he didn't care
0: that's amazing and giving native americans a voice is super super huge they do not get it enough
1: i'm so happy that you just said that oh
0: my god i'm like gonna start crying it is like oh it's it's um the uh when you learn the history of the native americans and the struggle that they have been through as as people as a society and the hardships they're still facing now talk about being given the last I mean, ah, just used and abused. I'm just going to be honest. Used I, and yes. abused by everyone for for hundreds of years, for generations mm-hmm. since the inception of America.
1: It's so true. And, and like the land that they had been essentially exiled to in yes. their own their own nation, it's not farmable. You know, it's it's far away from the major cities, mm-hmm. and so it's just like there's not as many resources. So like when you take everything away from someone, of course they're not going to be able to thrive in the same way that other Americans with you know, power and resources are going to be able to thrive. And so I think one of the things I learned when I started covering it, you know, there was a couple other colleagues at my station that were saying, you know, we're all green journalists at this point, but they're like, oh, like, I think I'm going to go to the reservation and expose all this, you know, scandal in the tribe and the, with yeah. the tribal council. And it's like, there's just as much y- drama and and yeah. potentially, um, you know, I don't know what the word is. Yeah. yeah. And in, but in, in, like, the capital of Bismarck with white politicians. Exactly. But, like, why aren't you trying to expose them? Because they hold power. They hold resources that if you tried to expose, like, you would get. So I'm like, you got to think about that when you report on, like, minority communities, you know? Yeah.
0: And it seems like I wish... Oh, I could talk about this for for so long. I just I just feel I like they and and also within that community, you gave them a voice, and you also became a leader in the LGBTQ Native American community. Yes, which you don't hear about. You never hear about Native Americans at all, to be honest. It's so true. And, and these um,
1: people, the they a lot of them identify as Two Spirit. Mm-hmm. Like this is insane. So I first learned about this when. Marriage equality was passed in 2015. Mm-hmm. Law of the land, right? Mm-hmm. Except for the land that these people had lived on for years, because they are their own sovereign nation. so they have their own government, they have their own power.
0: So- I know, but they're like they, they're given no resources, and yes. they have no ways to make money within these little yes. areas. And so, so they have to go outside of their company, outside of there to like get um, to go to Walmarts so and they're giving money to the other economy, and mm-hmm. it's not. Anyway, continue. Yes,
1: <laughs> no, it's crazy, mm-hmm. and and so for millennia. Two spirit people were like revered within a tribe. They were medicine men. It basically means that you're someone who doesn't conform to gender norms. It whether that be sexual orientation or just you know you you're a hunter if you're a woman or and this has existed for millennia. (gasps) And it's been like oh, two spirit people are are revered. You know it was never ever considered to them that it was a bad thing. Yeah. Until like. Colonization came from the West, and and they said this makes me hey, love you know, the like, Native Americans
0: even more. Oh,
1: and but then what sucked was that all of a sudden marriage equality passed, but because they have their own sovereign nations and they were then backtracked because of colonization and like the, the imposition of Christianity. It's like now they don't have marriage equality, and we all do.
0: Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. That is so aft. Yeah, that is so aft.
1: And so I heard this because i was friends with a bunch of people in the tribe and then ended up just doing like a half hour documentary it ended up getting into all of it so
0: oh that's amazing yeah we um i worked for documentary film festival in colorado for no like five way. or six years and we did a lot of the native americans and public lands in general oh yeah and so was this like during um bismarck is not where the pipeline was right it, it was, was it I was that story. so were you there oh yeah <gasps> That I was the only Native American reporter. Oh my god! So many people from my, so many people from my town were there protesting, and I couldn't Absolutely. get away. I think I was in LA at the time, and mm-hmm. I couldn't make it. But like, my friends lived there for three months. Yes. Like, oh, they... it
1: was it's it was the craziest story I've ever covered. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. So, what
0: was your life like when you were? Um, well,
1: it just started out as just like that. a phone call. Um, the you know the public relations guy from the tribe basically called me. It was like, Megan, I have a story for you, but like. I just need to clarify you got to keep this on the down low and I'm like okay he's like so the army corps of engineers is coming and we're going to kind of show them the site of where they're thinking of putting the Dakota access and mm-hmm. like at this point it was like okay the Dakota access pipeline it's going in like nobody was really against it but he was like if you want you can come watch us show the site to the army corps of engineers so that they can decide whether or not it should go in across from across the Missouri River right at the north part of mm-hmm. like where the reservation is. And I was like, okay, this seems crazy. And like even the the energy reporter at the time was like, Megan, like, what are they talking about? It's going in whether they like it or not, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, like, it just started catching momentum. Yeah. And it just started catching a bunch of steam and I still am in touch with a lot of people that have been posting yesterday because finally a judge struck down, you know, that it, it should continue building.
0: Oh, God.
1: Yeah, it's it's still going on to this day. So, uh,
0: What was the name of the film that you made about it?
1: Um, okay, the Two Spirit one was like Two Spirit, but then in terms of Dakota Access, um, that was not a documentary. That was just like different news stories. So I did like three or four news stories on it and then ended up moving here. And then it, yeah.
0: Got you. So, um, wow, this is, this is, it's just called Two Spirits or Two Spirit?
1: Two Spirit. If you'd have been like Two Spirit, film Megan. Megan Mitchell? Yes.
0: Okay. So I worked for the, um the,
1: oh no. Is it on there?
0: Two Spirit. Okay, here we go. Oh, cool. I have not. I'm going to have it. I'm going to watch this now. Yay. Yes. Super cool. Um, well, that's wonderful that you feel, I mean, that you've given so much love to the Native Americans because the more I find out about them, the more I, I mean. Yeah. And, and this- also, you know, um, um, so like, for instance, like I grew up with my parents. No, do not hold this against my parents. This was 30 years oh, ago. Oh, yeah, no, no. You know, just saying. Different times. Um, when they would go travel out west without us kids all the time. Um, <laughs> But they were just like, oh, they did not speak highly of Native Americans. They called them routinely alcoholics and that. Sure. You know, and we still have all three of the blankets in my house that I use every day. My parents bought 35 years ago out on a res and wow. or on the side of the road somewhere, yeah. you know, and they're still in great contact. I mean, in great condition, side note. Mm. Um, But now I've grown to absolutely love and adore the Native American culture more than any other culture, and to think, like, if America would have gone in this way, wow. And also, they um, created lacrosse. Yes, yes. It's the first American
1: it's, sport. And look at... The, did you like that full circle? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean they have incredible ideas about, you know, being attached to the land and the earth and it's it's really wonderful.
0: And that Mother Earth rules all and you must live on her earth and protect it and respect it. Yeah. You know, I feel like a lot of that is not
1: Especially with like the planet and just showing yes. so much love to to her. Oh my gosh, yes.
0: I yeah. was <laughs> I was almost like Mother Earth is just like your spirit inside. It's going to lead you. Whether or not you listen to it or not is (laughs) is like the biggest thing. But it's going to do whatever it wants. That's hilarious. And whether or not you live (laughs) on its terms is how how much your flow is going to be. It's so true. So now you are. um, So let's talk about. Can we talk about like when you came out and everything? Let's do it. Okay. So when did you. When did now as a person LGBTQ. Which by the way I saw you at a Sunday at a tea dance once? Oh my god, so fun. Which one? The one at the um um the CAC
1: Oh, my gosh. One of the ones at the CAC. Yes, I
0: go crazy. And I just saw you talking, and I was like, I think that's the girl from the news. Yeah. <laughs> and I was with a friend, and then I had, like, so much work. Sundays for me are, like, so much work. Oh. I don't even have time for Sunday scaries. So much work. I usually have, like, three or four hours of work that I do on Sundays.
1: Oh, my goodness. Believe it or not. And so go I just you. remember,
0: like, I couldn't have a drink, and I couldn't really. Oh. I was just, like, I got there in the beginning, and it takes a while to warm up. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I laughed. But I was dressed like a maniac, and I saw Joe Rigotti as I was oh, walking Oh, he's dressed out. He even was crazier. In. It was, like, the first time. This is funny. So before I, like, met Joe, I saw him twice. We were at the same function. Yeah. It was at Pride, and then I saw him at a tea dance, and yes. we were both dressed absolutely crazy. And he stopped me, and I stopped him. We were like, we have to get a picture. And then we became friends. I went oh, through, and I was like, we've already been tagged on <laughs> phone. have already met each other. We didn't even know. <laughs> Which was, like, a really great moment.
1: That's amazing. He has the most impeccable style I've oh, ever does. seen. It ever I in my life
0: love it he mm-hmm. styled us uh, the q staff for our most recent um staff photos obsessed. so we do it like every year i'm obsessed yeah. with that they're amazing i like i was it's like the only time ever that i've got my picture taken and super loved the outfit that i got Ooh, if i didn't get to pick it so. okay go joe it was great yes um he really listens to you each individual yeah um okay so tell us about your process oh, yes, of it. coming out and realizing coming to age and totally everything
1: yeah, I feel like, okay, if I was like, take us all the way back, like, when I was four, I probably was like, hmm, I feel a little different. And I remember someone saying like, oh, a girl can marry a girl and a guy can marry a, gr- a guy. And I was like, wait, then why wouldn't I marry a girl? Like, oh. I just remember thinking that when I was like four. And then like seventh grade, like, there was like a couple people in my grade that started coming out. And I was like, whoa, wait, really? whoa, wait. Wow. But I this didn't goes know. So yeah. And I had never like really cared about guys like I just never fell in love with any of them mm-hmm. I still have never fallen in love with a guy before um and so then in it's high a waste school- of time I'm telling yeah. <laughs> you it just ends in heartbreak
0: every break in no, I'm time. Yeah.
1: yeah um and then in just it when I was in high school it was just like different people that I was like obsessed with right and I'm like what is this obsession like yeah I want to be their friend but like also like I just like want to be with them at all the time and I'm like looking at their Facebook pages all the time and it was just like crazy right and yeah. I'm like there's no way people do this about friends you know what i mean yeah. and so then it was just like i dated in high school like for three months this one guy and like and then like five months another guy and that was like those are the only two guys no, i've wait, ever you dated in my like, life.
0: second base
1: uh yes oh uh... <laughs> and then it was and then it was just like i don't get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so and so that was just like a very clear like okay i definitely have not enjoyed any of this Mm -hmm. and so then in college it was my freshman year and I just started like once again having these like crushes on people at my college and I was like whoa like this is scary because it started getting like real you know what I mean like I can't ignore it anymore freshman to sophomore summer I like went to Stonewall, which is actually that bar. I got a
0: Stonewall tattoo. Yeah, I've been there. Oh my God. Isn't it great? Wait, yes. So on this day, on Stonewall Day, is the day that I um, came up with this like brand business that I wanted to start that is 10 years ago now, the day I got the tattoo, but it's been on my mind every day since that day. And uh, hopefully it's live, true, be free. It's on my Facebook.
1: Oh my God. And like
0: Pride, we're going to launch this year. So
1: that's amazing.
0: Okay. So continue about that. I love this. No, that's so
1: weird. That's so fun. Um, and so, yeah, I like didn't know the history of Stonewall or anything, but like Mm -hmm. I was there with a friend and I ended up just like talking to this woman in the bar and I was like, and she was older and I was just like, what do I do if I do think I'm gay? And like, I'm like, I'm never going to see this woman again. And I didn't, but she was like, Oh, like come meet my girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. And like, I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And then all of a sudden, like, it just like a week later, I came out to that guy that I went to the, to Stonewall with, and I was like, I'm bi. And that lasted all of two months. And yeah. I was like it's a phase. It's always a phase. It, I know. <laughs> and, it, and it can be real. It can yeah. be real. Um, But, like, for me, I was, like, just so confused. And I also didn't want to, like, feel, like, wrong about my sexuality. And now I'm like, whatever, I'm gay. And if I'm not gay, like, whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> I've never fallen in love with a guy before. And then I've in love with a girl and we dated in college. Uh-huh. And um then we didn't date anymore. Yeah. That's how it goes, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. So yeah, and then but it took a long time. I mean, my parents were rough in the beginning. I mean, it was really tough really? for them. Yeah. And and wow. Um, I mean, really on yeah, my mom, because I think when you see some when you see yourself in someone as as one does mother and daughter, yeah. It was just like really rough for her. But um she after a few years there were just like layers that started to get peeled back like when she first moved me into cincinnati she went to pride with me which was a huge deal because i mean this is talking like six years after i came out to her and like you know finally she was like starting to like really become good and then my brother came out last year whoa Uh... and then it was like Okay, now okay. they really have to right? cuz like cuz
0: that's 2 out of 3 yes. of the kids. Um, oh, wow. And
1: so and now like they're just totally amazing and Oh, that's yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, they're amazing, so.
0: Oh, well so cool like, like you know the saying it gets better? Yes. It does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> and this is in the same regard to be, like, total, like, black and white about it. Like, in the saying that it can always be worse, it can. I know. Right? It's
1: so true. You know?
0: Well, good for your parents. That's so amazing. So where's your brother now?
1: So my brother is actually going to my school. He's uh, He just graduated high school. So now he's going to Emerson College nice. um, in the fall. So.
0: Oh, well, congratulations. And I'm sure yes. that you had. I know that you inspire so many people and yeah. you really do.
1: Oh, my God. Thank and you. I'm sure
0: you're a huge inspiration for your brother as well. I would
1: hope, except yeah. like he wanted nothing to do with me. He really? was like, well, because it went so bad for me in the beginning with my parents. <laughs> I think in his mind, he's like, he literally said to my sister, he's like, I don't want to do it the way Megan did it. Now, I literally just like came out to them. like, yeah. was, But like their reaction to it was just rough at the time. I'm like you, Gen Zers have it easy now.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like us millennials had to. I mean, there are people even before my time who have like paved the way in amazing oh, astronomical ways. Yeah. But yeah, it's all oh, that's wonderful. Yeah.
0: So would you say that that experience, like with your parents, with it being hard, it made you stronger? Did it bring oh your my parents? God. Yes. Um. Um. Sorry, we got it. That means that they're off air. It's okay. It's not our problem. Love um. It. Um have you guys do you think did it enrich your relationship and bring you guys closer?
1: You know, I think at this point it has. you know, there yeah. were years where it was just it was really rough, you know what I mean like and i I think if anything, they have now become so much more empathetic to that experience. um and even i I just don't think my mom and dad understood you know, the empathy that you need to be able to like truly love someone who you are confused about or you don't understand, you know yeah. what I mean because like, I think one of the reasons why LGBTQ rights has been as um, fast moving as it has been, you know, it's happened within the last, you know, 10 years, years, a lot of laws have happened specifically. Um, And I think that's because, you know, you grow up for 18 years, you learn to love someone and then you realize their difference. You know what I mean? So you've already grown to love this person wholeheartedly for 18 years. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, and they're that thing that I had been scared about this whole time. Yeah. It's like we're we're literally in people's families that are homophobic, you know what I mean? Like they yes. then have to like realize that the people that they love are the people that are different from them, you know.
0: I can't even um to me it just makes no sense. I mean, I even I grew up Catholic. Yeah. and I didn't know anybody who was gay growing me up. Me neither. And but to me when you re- it, it is just such a to me like your sexuality is where you make every decision that comes from. It is the essence and the true inception, the seed of your being. Yeah. And for someone to tell you that it's wrong or to shame you for it, to me is just so incredibly wrong. Just like, yeah, just like race things as well. Like mm-hmm. it just, it makes literally. I, I will never understand it, and I will never understand why people feel, um, feel badly. I mean, I do understand like it's what you're brought up. Blah 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 blah. Totally. But I will never really empathize with it because I just don't know what that feels like. Yeah, And I never will, I just can't, to me it makes zero, absolute zero sense. It's nauseating.
1: Right, I, I agree obviously because, but also like I had inter- internalized homophobia too, where I was like, oh my God, like I don't wanna tell anyone this. I'm so scared what they're gonna think. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm scared of who I am. You know what I mean? So yeah. it took like a long time to even be okay with that on social media. I feel like once I got to Cincinnati, I, like, kind of, like, breathed deep because, you know, this is, like, a year after I came out. I, like, posted a picture of just, like, my girlfriend's face on my Instagram and just wrote date night. Mm. And my dad called me and, like, it was just like a, a, a S show. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Shit show? You yeah. can't, yes. Okay, yeah. And... You sure shit can't? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, and so, it, it, was, it was horrible. I mean, that, it's just, like, little things like that, like, Anytime and, and it wasn't like I'm gay. It was literally just like date night. It could have been like, I don't know, yeah. a fun friend date or something. But like it was just so bad for so long that I was so scared uh-huh. to post about it. And now I'm like, you just have to be prideful. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like about it because I, I've realized like how many people like I'll get messages, you know what I mean, from from young people. Like I've spoken at GSAs, like Gay Straight Alliances at high schools around here. And those kids, I mean, the number one thing they ask me, they're like, Megan, when did your parents accept you? Like, mine don't, you know? Oh, so heartbreaking. And so I just, I try to be as as visible as I can to show that, like, you know, there's someone out here who does accept you and is also like you, you know?
0: Yeah, and understands it. In college, mm-hmm. I was, um, my best friend was the president of the LGBTQ oh, yeah. Alliance. And I, um became just really, inv- um, really involved, totally. you know, and still, like, there were so many kids who couldn't go home. This is in two thousand and eight, we'll say, yeah, who couldn't go home for Christmas break because they came out and their parents wouldn't welcome them back. And I'm like, yes. it is freaking two thousand and eight. Yeah. How is this happening? And it's still happening now in, two- in twenty twenty. you know, know, all over the world. Oh, so. absolutely. Ah, uh, well, she get me on another rabbit. Have you ever seen um, God Loves Uganda? No. Oh my gosh. You've got to Documentary? go Documentary? Yes. Oh. About how, and this is super old too, but this is super old. It's like probably five years old. Okay. But it goes into how certain religions are infiltrating um, third world countries, certain homophobic religions, and have made, so now there are um, a couple African countries that have since in the past five years made homosexuality illegal. Wow. Because they have been infiltrated just like America was, whatever. Yes, um, with Native
1: Americans. I mean, yeah. the same type of thing. These the thing it's people. happening
0: now, Yeah. Wow, I know it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely I, I'm heartbreaking.
1: absolutely going to watch that because I, I would love to be able to like expand oh. my knowledge about LGBTQ issues like oh my around my globe. You know? it is
0: a, it is amazing and LGBTQ doesn't even. I mean, um, in that particular film, God Loves Uganda, well, it, it is what sparked my interest in researching more about those studies and and now those stories. I um, always keep an ear out for them. Yes, to follow. You know, interesting. I know it's nuts. Well, now, like moving, so now moving forward okay. with your, yeah. I know, I'm like taking that was a rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I just feel so strongly about it, and I'm like, the total opposite way. If my parents are like, I mean, if you married a man or a woman, you know, girl, you just let us know. Oh. We don't care. Like, you know, my mom always says, "I'm going to be 35 next week." Just yes. like, you know, whoever you go, like, whatever you. Last time, I was really hurt by uh, by a man and. Uh, within the three years that I've been home, she sat me down and she was like, you know, whether you marry a man or a woman, you know, like it'll be okay. Not like life will move on. And I was like, thank you so much. I love your mom. They're dope. They're crazy, but they're super rad people. Like they really are just like, go girl, whatever you want to do. Yes. You know, I lived a crazy life. and They've always like, just been supportive of it. So. Okay. Amazing. Um, so it makes me, makes me, um, really appreciate them for other ways that I get mad at them. And like the grass <laughs> is always greener. You know what I mean? Oh, it's they so really hard. No matter what I we would do. I love my parents. There's, yeah, unconditional. Yes. Um, so now as you're moving forward in your career, yeah, do you think you're going to be in Cincinnati for a little bit longer?
1: Yes. I mean, I'm definitely going to be here for like the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. um, but I I don't know what the future brings. Like I l- literally got here, and like the second that I like stepped my little two feet into Cincinnati, I was like, "This is home." I feel it. Really? I loved it. Yeah. Like it was it was really one of those right away feelings because there was like a great group of of young reporters that really took me in, and we I mean I talked to them every day, like five times a day on the phone still. You know. Oh my god, that's awesome. And they've like gone off to to other places, but. Um, it just, you know, it's, it's one of those things like I don't want to leave, you know what I mean? Yeah. If, if something does come up, like, it's not like I'm going to be like, no, but like, we'll see when that comes, you know what I mean? I should mention there is nothing that has come up. So <laughs> it's not like it's actually going to happen. But, you know, I'm, I'm, my options are open.
0: So as a newcomer to the city, what is your favorite part about Cincinnati? <gasps> oh. If you can, are your top th- three things what do you really appreciate? It's, it's Okay. I'm from here. I feel like, like I appreciate it in a yes. different light.
1: OK, just enough to do like it's not like there's an overwhelming amount of to do. Like mm-hmm. I remember in New York, I would sit in my apartment all day because I'd be like, I don't know what to do.
0: Yeah. Overwhelmed. Like
1: yeah. There's so much. And you what if you make the wrong decision? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh <my gosh>. Here <laughs> it's like there's some great little neighborhoods. You can go to them, you know, and there's different neighborhoods. And even in northern Kentucky, there's some mm-hmm. great spots. And there is like amazing restaurants. Everyone, like I said, I'm, I'm from the New York area. I will bring them to Cincinnati, and I will bring them out to like specific restaurants, and they're like, "No way, yes. this food is amazing." I'm like, "Yeah, duh, I told you." And they're like, "Yeah, but they just have this superiority complex about like the New York food, the New York." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, "No,
0: Cincinnati na, 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 food, na. man. That's right. Yes." So we, um, I just had a girlfriend in town from Colorado okay. over the past weekend, and she. Was so obsessed with Cincinnati. On Sunday, when I had to do my work, yeah, um, I wanted to go to the Is this pool. A, was this her
1: first time? Yes, her okay, first time okay. here.
0: And she's from the den. She's from Denver, That's and okay. now she lives in this beautiful. She lives. On, she lives on a mountain in this beautiful home in Colorado, mm-hmm. and everything. And um, and on Sunday, I went to the pool with friends. She didn't want to. She left, and I stayed with friends, and they had to go home and do like my work night and prepare for the week totally. prep and all that stuff right yes and so she was like i'm gonna take a scooter and go around cincinnati for like eight hours she kept herself busy took a bazillion pictures and was like this is one of my top three cities austin cincinnati and i forget where she said like maybe or portland
1: everybody that i bring here has said the same thing i mean they are obsessed with cincinnati oh my
0: gosh mm-hmm. And you love it, too. That's wonderful. Maybe. I love it. So we were talking earlier, I never thought I'd ever come back to Cincy. Yes. Ever. And you did. And I did. And now I'm here. And, I mean, I love it. It's wonderful. Yeah, totally, Isn't it? Yes. And I mean, uh, where
1: are your parents located now?
0: My mom is now, uh, my dad is on the west side still. Okay. And my mom is now, she um she was on the west side as well, but she um can no longer live independently. So she sure. lives with her sister in totally. New Richmond. Gotcha. Which is a whole another. thing. Part yeah. of Cincinnati that oh, I love totally. to discover. It's so there is so much Water nature. Down, yes, yeah, you know, I love and it. like just river towns. Like it's just a river town. Have you ever been to Fat Boys Down?
1: I haven't. It's it's like more
0: in Moscow, Ohio. Okay, well, it's this amazing I... floating restaurant where like these women run it and they bake. It's like this restaurant, like bar, where you get like chicken fingers and in <gasps> burgers, right? Amazing. But all these women run it. It's kind of like a Mystic Pizza thing, <gasps> and like and they all bake. From, they all like are talking about their lives the whole time and they love working there and they all bake all these amazing cakes Can you and get up pies. to it from like a boat? Yes.
1: That sounds fun. So like I, I've been to the Lello Bromley Out Club quite a yes. few times and mm-hmm. you know, obviously I'm hoping Definitely they... not,
0: oh it's not around anymore, it's I know. Away. Definitely not in that caliber. It is like super low key. homeschool, super low key. Gotcha. My mom and I stumbled upon it and then we went back and I just go and I just sit and I watch. I'm like, this is amazing. That's... I love
1: this. Okay. Well, I'm going to go find it.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's a I'm really pretty drive it too. Out. Yeah. Very pretty drive. Um, so are there things like when you were younger, did you want to do what you were doing, what you're doing now?
1: I feel like I kind of always knew that I, I liked a few things. Like I love being creative. Um, mm-hmm. I always liked writing. I was like better at writing classes and stuff. Um, and then in high school, I really took a hold and, and embraced like video editing and and I had like a camera that I would go around with and this is kind of pre you know phones with video and all of this stuff so everyone was like oh there's Megan with her camera again you know I would like go interview sports captains and like just kind of created see but even
0: like the confidence to do that I would be like I don't want to walk around with a camera well
1: everyone would make fun of me and I remember being like whatever like I always had this like I want. I know I want to do this. So whatever. I don't even care what they think.
0: Oh, that's wonderful.
1: Um, yeah, I was. I look like a loser, but I don't care.
0: <laughs> I, I think it's amazing because what happens is people see people doing that, and they um. I mean, if you make fun of anything, it's just because you're jealous in some way. That's just like yeah. human nature. If you break so the science of the way you behave, but yes. also like people just want. They're like, wow. It's really what everyone's thinking is. Wow, I can't believe. Somebody She's is doing, doing that, that yeah, you know, which exactly. I think is and that just by default makes you a leader and someone um, that people go up to. Anyway, it seems yeah, to be, you know, I
1: appreciate that. Now. I it's am so not like very good at managing people, but like I'll do my own thing. And that's, I so guess, why, this the way is perfect I... for
0: you. You were made. To, you were made for yeah. this, <laughs> this realm and era of reporting that's so and true. That's so true. Yeah.
1: Yes. And so I actually just like decided my freshman year of high school, I was with my mom and I was just like should I just do it? Should I just like try to be a news reporter? And my mom was like, let's do it. You know, my mom was like the most supportive person about like dreams. She like loves like getting her kid, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like she's, you know, a dance mom or anything like in any sense of the word, but she's Mm -hmm. always like, oh, you want to do this? Let's do it, Meg, you know what I mean? And she'll like be like, let's get you an internship at this place and let's, you know, and I'm like, yay. Oh my God, that's so amazing. She's like, oh my God, she's the best.
0: How oh, how was it? Actually, speaking of interning, how was it interning at MTV? I grew up a complete MTV guy. <laughs> I'm obsessed with music. Um, <sighs> it makes sense, that so I have this job. I always wanted to be a public speaker, and I'm obsessed with music. So oh my this god! Just, like makes this
1: is your dream it job. Makes,
0: it makes sense. Oh, it just absolutely. Makes
1: sense. And did, and you didn't you fell into this? Yeah,
0: I had no idea. <laughs> it's one of those things I feel like, and even like when I moved to LA, it's because I got a um, an artist scholarship, and in, in the and in the and the and in my um. Like task was to move to LA and do stand up, and how did I get an artist scholarship? Somebody I know who's a filmmaker, uh-huh. um, he signed me up for this uh, for the scholarship. He's like, you have got to get it. And then that year, I won the most money they give anyone, and everyone was like, oh my god, do it! And I was like, really? I was just like hiking, and like I would have. I feel like it. It, it was like everybody pushing me like go. And same with this. It was like, oh my god, go! I'm like, oh. and you. Look at you. I don't know about my deal, you know? Yeah. I honestly, honestly think it's a lack of confidence thing. Really? That, like, maybe, because I could like really haven't struggled have with so that
1: much my whole confidence.
0: life. And I, like, I never saw it that way. I always had so much attention on me just for me being myself, and it made me feel so uncomfortable because oh, I never wanted attention on me. That was never my intention of life. I would just do me, and somehow it always. Happen, yeah, yeah, and then I'd be like, "Oh wait, no, don't look at me. That's not why I did that." You know, oh, yes, you know what I mean? Totally. And I would like get, get really insecure. Yeah, and until really, I have worked at this job for almost three years. Yeah, I would say just until like six months ago, a year ago, was I finally like, "Not nah, just give it up." At thirty four, I'm thirty four. I'm gonna be thirty five next week. You know. That's why I'm like, girl, you just I not every. It, it's not like that for everybody. Even working in the bit, and I've and I should I've say I have moments so
1: many... of of very intense self doubt. Like, so yeah. I I'm not the most confident person in the world. Oh, but there's certain do. things that I definitely am like, I'm just gonna do
0: it, whatever. You right? know what I mean? And now it's like I forget. Well, I just started talking about myself. Where were we before that?
1: Oh, what did I ask? Um,
0: I really don't remember um, at all. We were talking about your mom. Oh, she's great. Mom's um, great. You know, oh yeah, MTV. Oh, MTV. Growing up at MTV—that—that uh, yeah. was
1: amazing. So I basically worked in the creative production department, uh-huh. which are the people who make all the promos. Okay. Oh my god!
0: And so also, that's dream like, of mine. I'm a campaign. Oh, it's a,
1: ah, th- I my I favorite totally, thing in the world. I really love it. Ah. I, and that's why I'm always fascinated by the promos that like we'll make at my station and stuff. Like, it's just—it's a fun little like snippet of ways to like get people in and like get people interested and stuff. And so. They would come up with, I mean, the actual people who were working and getting paid came up with the concepts and stuff. But they would have us, like, edit it, like, frame by frame to make sure, like, it looked good and looked correct. Because I was really good at video editing and stuff. So Oh, my gosh. Yes. I did, like, all of, um, there were a couple different places that we would do. We would do for Comedy Central that's under MTV and Logo, which is actually the LGBTQ. Because they'll give you a choice. Hey, what places do you want to do, you know, promos for or whatever? Yeah. So it was, like, so much fun.
0: Oh, my God. That's awesome. Are you as obsessed with the um, the new Kroger campaign of all of their little like
1: mask on um, no
0: the mask um, okay what are you talking about the one of their like animated people the animated oh, families I know what and you're stuff. Talking about. just like the commercials <laughs> and the billboards and even like the banners like... in actual oh, Kroger yes I'm so obsessed with it it's
1: so cute it it's is. an adorable little concept I
0: know and I think like one of my friends is on that team she's an underwriter but <gasps> yeah I just love it I just love I think it's amazing.
1: It's so fun.
0: So are there things that you've worked on that would be like, oh my God, I've seen that or I've watched that?
1: Um, okay, like I think it was the fourth season of like RuPaul's Drag Race.
0: <laughs> oh, I've never seen it. I've
1: never seen it either actually but I've made promos oh for it. Oh my God, that's so <laughs> funny how that works. Yes, and they have like all of these like movies that we're playing that we would have to transcribe mm-hmm. um, like the funny, like fun parts from them because they would do like movie Sundays or whatever on Comedy Central and like, I would have to like watch these entire movies, which isn't a bad job. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like as an intern, I'm like, OK, I got to watch like a funny movie and like transcribe the funny parts that yeah. so that they could like make it into like a little promo for this. It was just like. Oh,
0: that's so awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> big shout out to all the queens in Cincinnati. I love you all. We're <gasps> going to have to all do a workup bit together because I want to do I wanted to do one with them on Stonewall, but it was a Sunday. And yeah, my oh, Sunday, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I just didn't get together in time. I just. Yeah. We had. A, I don't know.
1: It it, it's been a weird month you know specifically so during pride
0: um yes and mm-hmm. and black lives matter absolutely and everything you know um
1: which do, i should say like you know black trans women are the reason why we have pride um really? so yeah they they were the first people who threw you know bricks at stonewall and like really uh, were fighting for the rights of lgbtq americans um back 50 years ago wow. so you know To see them then get almost excommunicated from the movement, you know, for quite a few years, just because it was taken over by, you know, a lot of white people and white gay men specifically, you know, Um, it's been like an amazing journey the last two years to see that story come to life and say like, hey, black trans women have like really made the difference for the way this movement has moved forward. And so like now we're like, like, let's do it. Black Lives Matter, you know, this month of June. Um, rightfully so, I think was given to that movement and Definitely. deservedly and so. You
0: are a very big supporter and advocate for, um, for everything you just spoke about. Yeah. publicly, which you was know, really awesome to y- watch and see.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's a controversial topic. I mean, to say that Black Lives Matter is to like, or to say it, they, it doesn't. You know, is to inherently say like, M- my colleagues, my coworkers at my yeah. station's lives are inherently political, which they're. I mean. They shouldn't be, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's just a statement that they deserve to live when they're jogging or when they're yeah. doing their daily tasks, you, you know? know? Was,
0: I wish that um, everyone thought the same way that you do, as I share that same sentiment. And I know um, it was, like, in media, we had – I I really tiptoed around it. I feel and, that. And I think it's amazing that you did not at all.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I think, like, especially with media, being in media, I'm like, I was seeing – I was talking with a lot of my colleagues who are black. We have some incredible journalists in my station. Mm -hmm. And they are having to go out to these protests about a topic that centers around their violence. I mean, and and while they're at these protests, I don't know if you saw, like, one of the CNN reporters in Minneapolis, I mean, he was arrested on air for doing literally nothing. He was a black man. And so they're putting themselves in danger when they're going out into these protests. and so my, my thought was, let's let's raise money for the National Association of Black Journalists. I mean, they put on these amazing conferences every year. Mm-hmm. They have some incredible resources for, uh, you know, people who are part of the organization. And so I was like, let's start a campaign. So I just like started all of these people.
0: Oh, you're so awesome. It,
1: it was a great way to at least show our colleagues like we're here for you. You know, and and here's the ways like that we're showing our support visibly on our Facebook pages and on our Instagrams and Twitters, but also like. Monetarily, through like giving you the resources you need to make sure that your mental health is stable, to make sure that yeah. you know you have these conferences available and workshops available to you to become better journalists and keep doing the good work.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. You make it, um, you really humanize. I think that's what you're so good at doing. Oh, come on. Like you really just... You just <laughs> a journalist, right. You really just huma- humanize it in a way that makes it silly. Like, why wouldn't you support it and be really open about it? Yeah, you know. And yes. it's not, I mean, I know in my life, I have a lot of people who don't see it that way at all. Mm. Like not even, in, and it's heartbreaking. And a lot of um, lives, and I feel like a lot of friendships and connections have really been, I'm just going to say like a little tainted for me. I feel that. You know, this year, which I think is a good thing. You know, just makes everybody else grow closer together. We are all, yeah, hopefully getting better. (laughs) It's like I snipped my basil plant of all the leaves that were yellow and brown and then it all grew back amazingly, super, super (gasps) fast. It just, um... You know, it's like the same thing, just like trim the fat, trim totally. the fat, and then you're going to flourish within it.
1: it yes, flourishes, flourishes. we're seeds. We, you plant us, we, we rise. It's so, Go. Okay, well, I feel like, and with that,
0: I'm going to end with me. <laughs> <But laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, I could like talk on, so like, do you, do you have an end goal? Like you want to be the next Oprah or someone that you really look up to that you've gone back to, um or st- or had within your heart and like you visualize throughout your journey professionally. You know, I feel like personally. professionally
1: like I always have looked up to Katie Couric. Mm-hmm. Um so that's she was the host of the Today show for for years. I think more than 15 years. Yeah. Um early 90s to mid 2000s and she I mean she was always an inspiration for me as a journalist. I think um she has such a, a bright personality in the mornings. I love morning television. Mm-hmm. Like that's like my favorite place ever. Um because I also like Okay, we're up for the day. Let's do it. Let's go. You know what I mean? And so to to feel like, you know, you're you're learning, you're educating yourself about the issues of the day in your local community while you're doing that, amazing. And you can yeah. have some fun. Like I'm on radio, it's it's the same vibes in that, you know, you don't have to be too rigid, you don't have to be too strict. And so I always appreciate that. I don't think news has to be, you know, like a computer being like da-da-da-da-da-da. You know? Yes. Like, <laughs> and so I I love morning news. Um, I don't know exactly where I want to go because, you know, I don't exactly know how people are going to be consuming news in like 10 years, you know yeah, I mean? It's
0: changing so much.
1: Yeah. But like, I would love to be able to do it, um, on a, on a very casual basis. Like the mornings provide yeah. and, and yeah. Well, let's
0: keep up that TikTok game girl. TikTok and like, on the clock. Mm-hmm. TikTok is really <laughs> controlling even songs we play on the radio because they become popular <gasps> on TikTok. And now, I mean, I would say since COVID, at least three songs we have, we feel there's, we have to, I mean, we love them or whatever, but it's trending <laughs> now and we have to play because it's on TikTok so oh, much. Totally. And then the children influence their parents and then mm-hmm. it's all the whole cycle that oh, all starts yes. with the TikTok.
1: That is, it's becoming huge. Um, and it's also becoming hilarious because I posted like my first video essentially like a week ago
0: uh-huh. and I have like all these views. I'm oh my like, god. Are you nervous on? about the second one now? Like what do I well, do to I've, make it I've as good? I've done like
1: 8 now cuz I have been like okay, whoa, this got so many I need to keep it. Now it's yeah. like the pressure of keeping it up.
0: Ah, good for you. I'm so bad. I'll do one that's good and then somehow like the pressure to keep it up or somehow I like You're I don't like, know. I don't feel the pressure. Well, <laughs> like like oh, I did it. All right, <laughs> yeah. done. It was like the sorority did it one yes. year did did it, did it well and was like, "And, there we go." I did it. Um, will, you, will you teach me how to use TikTok? I oh, want to yeah. make a video of somebody teaching me how to use TikTok because I have tried. Absolutely. I've had I've had a TikTok for like over a year. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm like, I'm going to take 12 minutes and I'm going to make one. Yes. And I get so confused and I end up like posting it on my Instagram or like emailing it to someone. And I'm like, what did I do? Oh, yeah. I have no. It's, it's, it's to me. It's incredibly confusing.
1: It is. It is. Conf- it's an interesting medium. And I saw that there's like a big controversy that the U.S. may actually pull out of TikTok. Japan already did. Oh uh, yes, and so did India. Yep.
0: I saw India was the first, right? Yes. <laughs> and then Japan.
1: <laughs> so, you know, this could be a dated podcast by the by the time okay. that it airs, but you know. Awesome. It's, yes. Okay, it's well crazy. good to know. Part so of history Follow me on Instagram because uh, you know. <laughs>
0: I was like, oh yeah. I don't know he- if TikTok is gonna last. Oh, your Instagram is great as well. I love oh, all of your Mita. It's great. You are she is you are an influencer as well and a style that's not, icon.
1: That's oh you're that's, into it. I'm I love I love style. Like <sighs> Me too. yes, mm-hmm. so and it's not like a girly style. It's kind of like a tomboyish mm-hmm. type of style. But like it's one of my favorite things because it's like my own. You know, dude.
0: Same. I feel like yeah. I don't put enough. I feel like I spend too much time doing other things and not like. Um, Style mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. I used to Before I Before I moved out west Really All I did was shop And And yes. that was my whole thing I have I like just...
1: three pairs of shoes Coming in the mail soon Oh nice
0: <laughs> I feel like I've always dressed What is your inspiration?
1: Okay I feel like It's just like the idea of like Fresh Vintage And not like vintage as in like You know like a plaid skirt Like vintage as in like old Nike Like I mm-hmm. There's a place called Rad OTR
0: Oh, I love down it. Donna OTR. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I'm like friends of the people who own it. Like, they tell me when they get like smalls and mediums in. Yes. I just like love old designer like menswear. Mm-hmm. It sounds really
0: weird. No, it doesn't. But like, I, I love, love it. wearing tuxedos.
1: Mm. So much fun. Yes. So much fun. Yes. And so I'm just like obsessed with that kind of stuff.
0: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I like, I'm um, just like similar. I love fashion, just pretty much like anything. I think I've always kind of end up dressing like, um, a grandma? No, like, you don't. Like a super dope grandma who wears a lot of bling oh, and I like a that. fresh pair of sneaks Okay, and a flat I bill.
1: understand where you were going with that. You now I'm mean? like, it's you're not a, a good grandma. Good. I you're like you're like one of those flamboyant grandmas. Yes,
0: yeah, just like my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I don't think that they wore like gym shoes or whatever, but they, especially my grandma Jones, smoked cigarettes. Always had a bunch of money in her <gasps> bra. Stole she money sounds, from the government. Don't um, tell anyone. Oh my and, god. And um like. Always had a bunch of jewelry on and like yelled at people. I'm not, I mean, She's I'm super nice. Amazing. And she like drove a Cadillac and was getting um, speeding tickets until <gasps> she couldn't drive anymore. I mean, she was wore a lot of silk. <sighs> yeah.
1: Okay. Well, we stand. She's great. We Let me eat
0: Fruity Pebbles and watch MTV. Oh my God. Um. <gasps> anyway. Well, Irvin that's Jones. wonderful. Okay. So we like, you are just, um, you are just so great, Megan Mitchell. Not thank you. Follow her at, at Megan Mitchell with Whoa. four L's. Yeah. And you're on, is that the main medium Instagram and TikTok? And what is your TikTok?
1: Same. Megan M- Megan dot Mitchell with four L's.
0: Oh my god. Megan dot <sighs> Mitchell for four L's. Okay. You and oh shoot, I gotta change it on the Facebook name. <laughs> and I was like, all of mine, all of mine are yes. Nat Jones with three O's on okay. Twitter, Fun. on Instagram, on whatever else you can do. Just you just scoop that name up. Yes, just, uh, maybe there's four on one of them or two, on, you know. But it's just yes. like yeah, oh, the uh. Yes. And is there anything else that you want to say? I hope you guys all have a great day. Oh my! God. <laughs> I say make yourself proud today. <laughs> yeah. If you do make yourself proud. Have a proud. great day,
1: girl. And I just
0: want to say, Megan came on her. This is your day off. So oh, yes. And you've devoted now two and a half hours to to all of this work today, I,
1: well, there's nowhere I'd rather be.
0: So. Uh. See, girl, with a smile on your face. I believe it. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. And then I will edit in a whole bunch of other things. But um, yeah, Megan Mitchell, you're on um, WLWT, that is channel
1: five. At 5 a.m. Saturdays 5 and Sundays. on
0: Saturdays and Sundays and in the field every mm. other day of the week, except mm. for sun- Mondays and Tuesdays. You bet. Damn, girl. All right. Well, thank you so much. And Thanks, uh, we look forward to seeing you soon. Word. And cool, that's it. Um.